Kaz, cold open question of the week. Who is a better WWE champion, Peter Rosenberg or the great Kali? <laughs> With no disrespect to Hollywood superstar, the great Kali, I got to give it to Rosenberg. <laughs> Even though, my God, that roll-up. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Pause that whole roll-up, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. What matters, as with everything else in WWE, what matters is the video, is, is how it's going to look in the video package next week. And that ju- he jumped up and down with the belt like he was made out of money, man. He's going straight to WrestleMania. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What's going on, jabronis? It's Pitch Mr. Perfect, Skylar Aston. Hey, this is Bruce Pritchard. Gross Battle Season 1 champion, Mike Lawrence. The king of sad stop. The Silver Lake heartthrob. It's Trey Kirby. It's Nick Mundy. This is your real WWE superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Hey, this is WWE superstar, Braun Strowman. My name's Kevin Owens. I'm Shinsuke Nakamura. Zach Linder. Dan Black, a.k.a. the Goofaraja. I'm AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening, you're listening to this. You're, you're listening to You are listening to You're listening to the Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. Welcome to the Masked Man Show. Post Royal Rumble Spectacular. Uh, I'm David. The other voice you hear, of course, is Kazim. How you doing, Kaz? Doing good, man. Royal Rumble is always my favorite event of the year, so I look forward to these. And I, I really enjoyed the show. I enjoyed the show. It was a good show. I, I have a lot of... Listen, I felt myself wanting to nitpick throughout the night. And we can nitpick a lot just based on the things that we thought were going to happen that didn't happen. That's the problem with mm-hmm. the wrestling fandom. Mm-hmm. And, and certainly with the Royal Rumble, because, listen, I mean, no one can forget the times that, you know that Rey Mysterio came out and we wanted Daniel Bryan. We had all fantasy booked Daniel Bryan into the WrestleMania main event already and it didn't happen and, and it and it ruined a lot of people's enjoyment of the product for a while because we get our, you know, we get out over our skis. This time was sort of a fantasy booking case scenario here, right? We, we kept, I mean, so if someone wanted to fantasy book a Royal Rumble, man, if someone wanted to do this two years ago, they might have imagined Edge coming back and winning it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anybody yeah. would have believed him. If you would have did it last year, people would have been pretty happy at it. But uh, I, I thought it was—I thought it was a really enjoyable show, and I feel like I was just like you, where I almost fantasy booked myself into disappointment, and I was like, you know what? Let me just let me just stop imagining like someone like John Cena or CM Punk or or, or, or one of these guys are going to come back and just enjoy the show, and I ended up enjoying it very much. So yeah, good 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 show, good show. Guys. Well, as far as the surprise comebacks go, I don't know what is in the water. Uh, and in Florida or full sail, wherever, or I guess this is Tropicana Field. I guess what's in the water in general. But man, 
do the stars of my childhood somehow have, uh, they've been drinking baby blood or I don't know what it is. <laughs> but, but I mean, Carlito came out. Remember, you remember when Carlito left WWE and he was working like basically like a comedy gimmick on Twitter, calling himself a body guy for like yeah. years. Yeah. And then somehow yeah. now he's like the he is built like like Big E is asking him for workout tips backstage. <laughs> like this is nuts. Yeah, no, Carlito looked absolutely shredded. I mean, the apple a day does keep the doctor away, but my goodness, Ooh. he must have he must have been pounding them apples away because there, there, looked, something in the apples down there in Puerto Rico. He and looked they, and, great. And and Christian. Christian, I yeah. mean, I'm sure, like you know, him and Edge are best friends. I guess they're probably working the same the same health plan or whatever. But the Christian was the great fake out with Christian was remember when he was like wrestling, he like he like had that Randy Orton suit match or whatever, and he and he not that long ago, right? Yeah, was that six months. Yeah. I don't know. I and think it was, this was right after, I think Edge got hurt, right? Uh, shoot hurt the first time, and then uh, you know he was out of there. Uh, but Christian was, but Christian was wearing like was wearing like the the like the black t-shirt wrestling gear like there like there was no way he was in shape then word it was slacks and wrist tape and yeah. that was <laughs> so uh but he looked great man they both looked like they were in great shape uh, Christian is do. in the best shape of his career i mean it's yeah. crazy to say and he was out there he was doing moves too i mean yeah. there were a couple, there there were i will say this for Christian but even for especially for Edge because he's because he went into that match knowing he's got an hour to go and he's got a date at WrestleMania in the main event. Mm. And he's coming off a six-month injury or whatever. He did a lot of stuff in that match he didn't have to do. And yeah. I'm thinking, and for, for whatever reason, I'm thinking ex specifically about a moment where Damian Priest was pushing him back over the ropes and basically had him upside down vertical for a few seconds. And that was, was, it was a cool thing. And then Edge basically like flipped back over, I mean, flipped over onto the apron and caught himself, but he's caught himself, but he was holding on to the whole thing by like with his elbows around the top rope. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, you're like 40 something. Like you're gonna like you're, gonna, like, you're gonna tear a tear tricep something. doing that. <laughs> yeah, like it's so unnecessary. But I love to see these guys committed. Like they're 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 I mean, and and boy oh boy, everybody in that ring tonight was committed. This is not gonna be one of those Royal Rumbles. I mean, th hopefully this is one that we remember for the storytelling that it that it initiates. Because there wasn't a lot of storytelling culminating tonight. There wasn't, you know, there were there were a lot of the the odds on favorites, uh, you know, didn't didn't come through. But it was definitely a, a Royal Rumble that was worth watching every second. This is not one I've been watching a lot of them with uh, with a twelve year old, a lot of the old ones, and I and not even for his sake. There are definitely, I would say, half the Royal Rumbles in history. I'm like. I have a, my finger on the fast forward button as I'm going through, you know, it's just like, you kind of, there's a whole minute in between these entrances and you know, nothing's going to happen until the next one. This is going to be what you, you watch this one from start to finish. Yeah. There was something happening every single minute. And, uh, when it comes to like, it's funny, I was, I was doing MSG AM this morning and we had a whole segment on Goldberg fighting for the WWE title. And we're like at the ripe young age of 54 years old, Goldberg is going to fight for the world title. We're all laughing. Ha 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 ha. And middle of this match, as I'm noticing that Edge is literally carrying the in, this entire Royal Rumble match. Like he's mm -hmm. carrying the match from start to finish. 47-year-old Edge My coming off a debilitating injury just carried an hour-long match with not a whole lot of buildup. 
I mean, I feel like we talked about, you know, the Royal Rumble last week on the show. And we were just like, man, this is the first time, like, I really can't call it. Like, we were all just kind of, like, throwing names out there. And we were like, yeah, you know, we had some thoughts on Big E. But we were just like, all right, maybe that's not happening because he's an Intercontinental Champion. And then we are like, okay, it would be really cool if Cesaro wins. But, you know, nobody was really, I don't think either of us were, like, dead set on, like, oh, it's definitely going to be A, B, or C. Mm -hmm. And, um... It's edge. It's edge. It's edge. So good. I'm not mad at it at all, man. Like, well, listen, hindsight's 2020. Uh, but we can go back through a lot of these names, and um, and we'll get to. We're going to circle back to edge in just a second. We can go back through a lot of the people that we either put in the category of possible winners, or who you know maybe we didn't mention. But like, uh, you know, Seth Rollins is obviously up there. We talked about him last week. I mean, the 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 problem is he's. I mean, we know that usually guys pick people pick you know, the champ on their own brand, right? And we know that it's usually pretty linear. And although him and Roman could have a really interesting story, it just didn't feel right for a heel versus heel. Like you know, as soon as he came back out as the Messiah, it seemed like that was out the window, right? Right. right. Um, Cesaro. I mean, like it would have been a feel good thing. It did seem like best case scenario. They're kind of you know buffing him up for the elimination chamber, but we'll again circle back to that. Um, you know, I think AJ Styles would have been good, but AJ Styles really isn't playing the character of like someone who needs to win the Rumble to get a match. He's playing a kind of weaselly heel right now. You know, that didn't it didn't feel like the right move for him. Bobby Lashley and Big E, we talked about one two just because they're the two. You know, in the in the mid tier championship scene, they're both in the middle of feuds. It would take some time and effort to sort of extricate them. You know, you don't. It would just be a really weird look to have Lashley trying to dispatch with Riddle on Raw, and then like while he's also in the midst of challenging the champion, it's 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 a you know it's a little bit odd. And then we you know we finally come back around to Randy Orton again, sort of preoccupied. All these people are preoccupied with other angles. There's nothing that's really headed that way. The one person who really who I was found myself really sad when he was eliminated was Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And and again, that is the theme of the past 10 years, you know, of the of the Royal Rumble or wrestling in general. It's almost weird. I almost feel like like, yeah, like Daniel Bryan could still find himself like wrestling for the Universal title at SmackDown at WrestleMania. But you, yeah, there was something about like that would have made it special if he won the Royal Rumble to do it, right? Like it's like, all right, we he's done the WrestleMania main events. He's done probably the one of the biggest WrestleMania main events. And it almost seems like he'll never be able to kind of chase that dragon. Um, but like running a Royal Rumble would have made it, gave it a nice little twist if they were going that way. But I mean, again, we 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 talked about it. We kind of feel like I feel like personally, Daniel Bryan is hell bent on getting as many people over as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but and he's made no, you know, he hasn't. He hasn't made any mistakes about it by saying like, "Yo, like I'm not, I don't really got that much time left doing this." So. Um, he doesn't need to get Roman Reigns over. He's 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 pretty no. over. So. Well, I mean, you're right. He doesn't. Um, here's here, here's the here, here's the next thing we got to talk about. Who is Edge going to be facing at WrestleMania? And then who does that leave with an open dance card? I mean, do do we are there have there been? Have, have, do you do you think this is a done deal one way or the other? Ah, uh, I do not know. Like, I feel like Edge versus Drew is weird. Um, I think Roman is closing the show. And uh, I, I still, 
I still have a sneaky feeling about John Cena. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I still kind of feel like that's going to be that that headline card. Okay, I, I, I yes, but here's but, he, but so I'm I'm I don't know about Cena, but but uh, but I'm but I'm in the same I'm in a similar place. If mm-hmm. it's Cena, it, um, my my if I had to guess. I'm sure if John Cena walks in and says, I want to fight Roman or if the rock does, you know, whatever, then that's going to happen. If they can get John Cena there, then that's great. If not, Daniel Bryan is, is a good backup plan. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the elimination chamber cast is more set on SmackDown. Way more set. Yeah, than on definitely. raw. I don't know that edge versus drew makes a lot of sense. But I, but I can, I can definitely see the logic of Edge versus Drew being a big match in a way that Drew versus anybody else on Raw wouldn't be, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the match is, um, unless it's Keith Lee. We've talked about it a lot, but Keith Lee wasn't even there tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I, that was the first thing I said right after, uh, you know, number thirty came out, and then you know I, I got hit a million times. Like, yeah, me and him has Corona, so they probably had to quarantine him. So I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But um, yeah, I mean, the beautiful thing about this, we're sixty nine days away from mm-hmm. WrestleMania. They got a whole lot of runway to get to. Um, but you know, the 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 elimination chamber is definitely definitely got some more intrigue now because I. I think there's a way you get a, a a very exciting edge match. I mean, I've heard rumblings of Edge versus the Fiend. You know what I mean? Uh, at, at at the Royal at the WrestleMania. I mean, you could always do another blow off with the Edge and Randy Orton. Um, but Edge versus Drew just feels like weird. Like these are two guys that are pretty universally liked by, you know, regular fans and like, you know, blowhards like us who, you know, nitpick every single thing. So it's always like, all right, this is WrestleMania. This is your biggest show. Your best, you know, when you got like a babyface champion, usually the best thing you want to do is make that guy look way more mainstream, you know, because you're going to be doing, you know, the Today Show and like Good Morning America and like, you know, doing Sports Center and like, all right, like, I don't think Drew going beating Edge or Edge being in this sort of spot, um, you know, makes that really change. Uh, I, I still think there's there's a, there's a ways to go, man. We got a long ways away before WrestleMania, so uh, we got one thing set. Um, now there's a whole other plate to kind of like fill up. So I'm. I, Man, I'm for the. I guess this is good though, right? Like you know, this is for the first time. You just kind of feel like you don't really know what these main event matches are gonna be. Like it, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. It is, and that's we have intrigue coming out of the Royal Rumble, which is usually when the table is pretty much set, right? It's that you usually know it's it's a it's a clear line from the winner to the to the who who they're gonna challenge, and then usually by process of elimination, you can figure out the other one too. Um, it's interesting. My my guess is they're gonna do Drew Edge for only for I mean, kind of for the same reason we had Drew versus Goldberg tonight. It's that they've already decided, and 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 with good reason that Drew is a made man, right? Mm-hmm. But in order to sort of reconstruct retroactively reconstruct the all of the stuff that goes into making someone a timeless champion, mm-hmm. they're just sort of like post facto construct, like putting all these big matches on his, on his resume. Right. I mean, right. it's like, 
It's like when you like like when you get hired for a job, but the job requires you have a college degree or a certain like a master's. So you like you're taking the master's while you have the job. You know, yeah. you're taking the program, and then it, the, the, you know at the end of it, they're like, "Yes, he was he had a master's the whole time." We'll just make make you think. This is sort of what they're doing with Drew. They're like they're giving him a giant resume after he already got the belt, and and, yeah. and that's a sort of way of, of, of retroactively legitimizing. I mean, he's legit. He's legit. He deserves he's to le- do this. He's legit, and and also like. He still hasn't really had that WrestleMania moment that you put. Like you always talk about how how it looks like in the video package. He doesn't have that cool ass moment in the video package yet. Like Royal Rumble last year was it, and um, you know I feel like this year is kind of like a redo. And um, I don't know, I don't know. I think who else is out there to help legitimize this guy? You know, like maybe Edge. I don't know. Like. I think Edge still makes a great heel. I mean, we've talked about him, you know, turning possibly, but uh, not after this. Not after this Royal Rumble. It's like, how do you boo this? Well, guy? and I guess but, you got you got Christian. You can throw in too, right? You get all the the build up to WrestleMania. You've got a you've got a you know you can put have Christian versus Drew all over Raw or whatever too. So there's there's a lot of opportunities there. I guess. Yeah, Edge could work heel. It could be babyface versus babyface. There's a lot of options. I th- I think that it could be a lot of fun. I think that those two could have a lot. Of- I think if I were Drew, this is what would concern me. If they line if they line up Drew McIntyre versus Edge for the championship to burnish the credentials of Drew McIntyre. The problem is that come WrestleMania morning, Vince might look at the card and just be like, "Why aren't we giving the belt to Edge? He's way more famous." <laughs> Just totally a possibility. So you know, I mean, I guess that's all. Yeah, that, that that's always there. Yeah. Um, but you know, I love Edge. I love Edge. I was happy to see him win. It was really cool. The little spot they did at the end with Randy Orton coming back and then Edge still winning was just really well done. No, so no selling the fuck out of that RKO too. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, there you know there was very. I mean, the selling the selling all night was. I mean, it's a Royal Rumble. You got to be you got to be a little bit picky and choosy with your with with what you decide to to sell. Um, let's just go real, real quickly. Run through some of the other people who were in the the men's rumble this year. Um, just to you know, and we got to get into that women's Royal rumble. We too. do, we, and we're going to spend. I just want to get. I just want to get your take. We talked about Carlito. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what was your feeling on Damian Priest? I guess we can kind of just assume this was his call up since he's been rumored to you know be ready for SmackDown for a minute. Do you think Damian Priest looked good? Huh? He looked great. He looked great, man. Um, and I. It, Again, uh, the Damian Priest fan club kind of started right here on the show, right? Like, we've been kind of singing his praises for a minute. And, you know, the voice, the look, he looks like he's he got in better shape. He's looked like he, he slimmed up a little bit as well. Uh, just like, you know, great, great moments and kind of getting like the bad bunny rub, which is, you know. That's not, not nothing. <laughs> not nothing. It's definitely not nothing. I do think that it's, um, I was really impressed with him. And I've all and I you know I mean and 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 everybody who listens to this knows that neither of us were like his biggest fan when he would start off in NXT and whatever I mean I it took me I was trying to figure out a lot about him and and he's he's grown on me more and more and more but I always did think that he was more of a main roster guy than an NXT guy tonight he looked like like he he exceeded my expectations on that front a lot like he looked like he was meant to be there more so than almost anybody else I can remember being called up in a while. And his stare down with Kane, you know, I mean, that whole I mean, that was a that was a moment that was there to make him. There were a lot of people got made tonight, and and but that was huge for him. All right, let's talk about um, uh, well, you want to talk about the hurricane? How <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm always a sucker for the hurricane, man. Uh, he's you need you need you need moments like that in a Royal Rumble. You need corny comedy. Yeah. 
moments like that. And man, I don't think anybody does it, you know, I mean, certain people do it just as good, but like, I'm just, he's, I mean, you could have you could have done with or without it, but you know, there's a lot there's a lot of time to make up in that match. So I'm not, I didn't hate it. I didn't one, hate it. One other person I want to mention just for the sake of it is is uh, Braun Strowman, who made his return on SmackDown. But you know, this was his, uh, his big time return. It did. I mean, listen, when he came into the ring, I was like trying the whole time I'm watching. With, I said, oh, yeah, the whole time I'm watching <laughs> with my wife trying to kind of give her the power rankings as we go, you know. And then when he came in, I was like. Oh well, he could win. Like he I'm trying, like, and I'm trying. Like he, he, he just came back on SmackDown, and I like my. I was saying this. My the only thing, my my only hesitation was he doesn't come back on SmackDown unless he's going to work on SmackDown. If he's going to work on SmackDown, if he's going, if he wins, that means it's him versus Roman. And listen, they have good chemistry. They've had some bangers. bangers. Yeah, but the the storyline for me isn't quite there. They got they would have to they would have a lot of work to do to sort of make that make sense. Um, yeah. And so I just had a little bit of it, and I say yeah, Daniel Bryan's still a better choice, whatever. But man, it it was good to see him back. The absence wasn't that long, but good to see him back, and man, and he looked great. He looked he looked good, man. He I looked wish, good. I really thought I I was I fantasy booked him immediately aligning with Seth, and then when he and Seth were were standing side by side, I was like, oh my god, it's gonna happen. And then you know. Maybe we're gonna see Seth versus Strowman at WrestleMania, and that'll be a great thing for for all people involved. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions all apply. See website for details. 
to the Women's Rumble. Man, oh man, oh man. That was, that was, it was great. It was just absolutely great. We got, uh, I guess we, we should say, at both Rumbles, the winner ran the table. I mean, the, you know, oh no, so Bianca Belair was number three. She almost ran the table. Um, it was a, it was an incredible performance by the EST culminating in, I guess, one of the most kind of affecting winning, winning promos I've seen in a long time. Mm. Mm. If I could put that baby face promo in between two slices of white bread and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you make stars, man. That's how you make stars. You could, do, is... you could do a better job with the sound mixing. And I've not been writing WWE <laughs> for their shitty sound mixing for the past few months like everybody else has. But come on, man. When like someone wins the Royal Rumble, baby face promo, like you said, like four star, five star cuisine baby face promo. And you got like fake people that are louder than that promo. It's just so dumb. Like turn yeah. it off for a minute, you know? It was such um man, that moment just really, really needed a crowd. Really needed yeah. a crowd. That would have been up there with the tear uh, with the tear in my eye. This is the mm -hmm. greatest moment of my life. If they were, you know, surrounded by 80,000 people at that point. Bianca Belair, I mean, we talked about it last week. I said, you know, if you're not going to have her on the table and win, don't do it. You're pretty close. You're off by a person. But, you know, star, man. Just an absolute, like, mm -hmm. her. And, and gosh, you know, taking nothing away from Rhea Ripley, too. Who I was going to say, like, when she and Rhea Ripley were going at it, I mean, it's it's easy to get caught up in the moment, but there's very few. I can't remember a this is the future of this company, like slugfest that I actually bought into more yep. than those two doing it. Right? I yeah. mean, like those, like when you when they when they were squaring off. Uh, so, I mean, they could headline WrestleMania at any point, any year, or every year from for the next decade. You know, I mean, it was that they look. They both came off looking great. It's like those two women. Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley were made in a women's wrestling laboratory <laughs> and was just like, we need to, you know, after the four horsewomen, after Carmella and Alexa Bliss and Asuka and all these people, we need to go and, you know, they are products of the WWE Performance Center. It's like when you're building something that's going to be like, okay, this, this thing that we're going to create, this is going to create like the future of wrestling. They are like, if the WWE PC is Duke University, that's Christian Leitner and Grant Hill. Like, it's like, these are going to be the two people yeah. that you're going to look at and be like, these two people came out of this system. And like, you know, I, I'm watching with my fiance and like, she's just like, I don't think she's seen much of Rhea Ripley, but she's yeah. like, she is amazing. Like yeah. she's, you know, we, we, we're, 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 you know, we're in relationships and stuff. And usually the, the misses will tell you, you know, because mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're wrestling nerds and the people we love and live with are probably a little bit more casual than us, but they will always tell you when they see a star, you know what I mean? And, you know, Bianca Belair, I mean, I, I, I sing the praises of Bianca Belair to my fiance all the time. I'm like this girl right here, she's Flojo. If Flojo was a wrestler, this would be her. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, Bianca also, I mean, Rhea Ripley also just that you hit the nail on the head. Like I felt like 2007 Royal Rumble was like the last time I think when it was Batista and John Cena and like yeah, John Cena yeah, hadn't really exactly, like super exactly. arrived yet. 
then Batista hadn't really super arrived yet. And you're just looking at those two and you're like, these guys are going to pay the bills around here for the next uh-huh. couple of years. And uh, that was it. I, I, I totally expected Charlotte Flair to be playing the role of Roman Reigns of being like the last two. But once I saw Rhea and Bianca going at it, I'm just like, yep, any way you go here, I'll be good. I'll be happy. <laughs> like, this is going to work. The one thing that I, I mean, listen, the like I think we both said we dug the promo. The one thing that was that if she's going to, if, she, if she's going to keep it in-house, which I guess she will, if it's going to be her versus Sasha Banks at WrestleMania, I thought it would have fit the gimmick a little bit pretty well for her to just call out Sasha Banks in the ring after the match. Yeah. It's a, that's a tiny, tiny nitpick. I really don't really care in terms of storytelling, but I do care in terms of this podcast and me being able to predict what's going to happen at WrestleMania, <laughs> which I can't do now. I'm assuming it's going to be versus Sasha Banks, and I guess the only potential is that Maybe it's not Sasha Banks on the as the champion. You know, I mean, I think there's there were I mean, obviously, Naomi came back, looked like a million bucks tonight. Bailey was, you know, Bailey, Naomi and, and, and Bianca Belair basically carried the match. You know, Bailey's start- like the Arn Anderson of women's yeah. wrestling. You could throw her anywhere and, and she's so going to cook. I would not be shocked if they I mean, to see a, a, a four way match at WrestleMania, except that does kind of mess with Bianca's you know, claim to the championship or, you know, the, 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 the girlhood dream come true or whatever. But, you know, I guess there's, there's different ways they could go with that. And if, but if she does stake on SmackDown with SmackDown, you know, if, if, if that's the way they're going to go, the raw side gets really interesting because, uh, obviously, you know, Charlotte isn't, you know, she, she's got a, you know, passing concern with Lacey Evans and her father right now. But like I said last time, there's no you never count Charlotte out of the main event at WrestleMania. Um, but Oscar, I mean, but, and then also there's this Alexa Bliss thing. Alexa was Bliss was you know had her big entrance, looked great, and then she's um, about to transform, and then they were like, "Nope, this is live, can't do it." <laughs> I think she should have transformed anyway. I think that would have been a that would have been a good idea on her behalf. You know, I mean, just just go ahead and transform and and see what happens. But yes, uh, to, to your to your Bianca Belair Sasha Banks point. I think that's a money match. I do too. I think that is a money match. I think that is a match that could, you know, unless you're getting, you know, I, I, I keep forgetting it's a two-night WrestleMania, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's a match that can close out WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, those are just two mega stars. Uh, Sasha Banks is already a mega star. I mean, like, Mandalorian, Star Wars, like, you know, mainstream appeal. Like, she's got it all. Bianca Belair is right on her heels. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I, I wouldn't make that a four-way. I wouldn't toss anybody else in there. I mean, I'd probably, you know, there's, again, 69 days away. There's a lot of time to get there. There's a lot of runway to get there. But, um, you know, I, I feel like if you're not getting Ronda Rousey or Becky Lynch or one of these people back in there to kind of shoehorn your way in there, Bianca and Sasha is a a a classic red like waiting yeah, to happen. I agree. I agree. And so it'll be interesting to see I mean I I hope that that's the way they go with it. Um but already I, I mean I think on the women's side you can sort of I guess it's a little bit a simpler game to move around the chess pieces because we have our women's tag team champions. Uh we have new women's tag team champions obviously. Uh Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. You start wondering where they're going to go with that. And then, like I said, the raw title picture is, you know, uh, is an interesting one. Um, I'm sure that there's a lot of a lot just left to be determined 
but it's funny because you know there's it's a two night two nights of WrestleMania is a good thing for you know for a lot of for a lot of reasons just for for volume of wrestling is you know it, 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 you know there, there's always going to be more to watch and more to remember, but we're sort of like right at that point where there's not enough there's not going to be enough WrestleMania spots for all of the the women wrestlers that we think are like top tier right yeah. I mean it's and it's 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 been that way for men for a long time although I think we just tend to kind of group, you know, the four horse women and everybody that gets called up from NXT. It's like with all these top flight women wrestlers. I mean, WWE is an embarrassment of riches on that front. Yeah. So, yeah. I almost feel like it's going to be harder to book the women's side of WrestleMania this year because, well, there's so many deserving people. There are. I mean, there see. are. I mean, listen, it's not like they're batting a thousand, but the, the, but down in NXT, I mean, I think that they, you know, there's a lot more men down there. So they end up finding... I mean, this is just pure conjecture. They end up finding more kind of like specialized gimmicks for a lot of them, right? You get your Eliases and your, you know, whatever. I mean, you Otis, everything else. Um, on the women's side, they're actually doing like the sort of Vince McMahon project, which is just trying to make everybody into the rock. And they're <laughs> and they're succeeding a lot, right? I mean, yeah. they're succeeding at making these like clear, like this person should be the world champion figures one after another. And then there's also the thing in NXT, which is a little bit deceptive, where, which I mean, I think is one of the reasons why people get disappointed with the call ups at some point is that like everybody who's like, you know, an A or an A plus does get their run with the belt in NXT or or has historically. Now they're kind of slowing that process down, but you know what everybody looks like with the belt, right? Everybody's like got their shot at that, got their look with the championship. So anyway, except except Bianca Belair, which makes except, this, except Bianca which Belair. makes this a very interesting way to go. They kind of did the same thing with uh with. With Becky Lynch too, right? Like mm-hmm. Becky Lynch never won an NXT title. Um, you know, there's man, you just never know, man. Like there's just certain people that just get that strike with the iron's hot, and 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 you know, uh, it's like football. Like sometimes it's not about winning early and winning often. It's about starting to hit that stride at the right time, and she hit it at the right time. And uh, I know. I mean, I was, I was. My wife was asking me why Big E wasn't going to win. I was like, well, Big E could win, you know, but he wasn't in my like, you know, the power rankings. He was never in my like top three as it was going. And I was like, it just, it's just a timing thing. Like if WrestleMania was in June, then yeah, like him versus Roman Reigns, like put it in ink. You know, but it's just like it's not exactly right. And you got to kind of have this timing all worked out. Um, and yeah, I mean, you're right for 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 Bianca Belair. It's it's it looks like it's working it lo- it really looks like it's working. And and I can't wait to see if they do if, if they do, you know, her versus Sasha Banks at WrestleMania straight up. That could be that could be the main event. You're right. Um Anything else in the night that we need? Oh, I guess, I guess there is some other stuff we need to talk about. Roman, Roman Reigns, Reigns and, ran over a guy. <laughs> Roman <laughs> Reigns. Cool. There was like a lot of attempted murder tonight <laughs> in uh, the Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens match. What a hell of a match, man. Hell of a match. 25 bro. minutes of just like. there. I was I'm going to be honest. I was like putting my kid to bed and like doing some stuff. And like like as the match started, I came back. Because I was like, this match is going to be half an hour. Now is a good window to like be, you know, to get to to get behind and then get caught back up. I came back in, had text messages saying like, "Holy shit, did you see that?" 
And I, and even now, I don't know what they were talking about because I went back through the match and there was like three different things at those tech, you know, I was like, I don't know. I guess I saw that at some point. It was so cool. Um, and even the the last, that that closing spot with the handcuffs and the, the and oh, Roman taking out the ref, the, maybe the first believable ref bump of all time. Right. Uh, or like functionally believable. I mean, it was so good. It was such a cool match. Kevin Owens is so great. <laughs> He's... I know he might be the odd man out when it comes to like WrestleMania matches because like there's always a guy uh, that that happens to. But I really hope he, they they figure it out with him, man, because he has made this feud so enjoyable and uh, elevated Roman Reigns as a guy that you want to see lose. Like you want to see mm-hmm. him like you know get his comeuppance after a while, and he's. Yeah. So many moments of that match where I'm I'm cringing. I'm like, oh my god! Like, just he just the, like Kevin Owens is like just a a a Canadian McFoley sometimes. I'm just like, oh my god, dude, just relax. Like you are just like with, with a splat with a splash of Jeff Hardy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, he's just an absolute maniac when you put him in a match of any sort of stipulation, and you just know that he's gonna you know that Swanton. Off the forklift, through the table, uh, just just gorgeous, and um, you know, getting tossed off of like, I don't know how high that thing was from the from the video screens, and getting ran over by a golf cart, like just he's an absolute animal, and uh, man, he need that dude needs his fucking flowers, man, like just for the past what he. he He's never disappointed when he's put in a, in, in a situation like that. Like, and incredible, incredible showing by him. I hope he doesn't get like squeezed out of the WrestleMania picture um, because he's such a believable guy. He's such a guy that well, you to I see mean, fight. I think he he earned whatever he need, he did whatever he needed to do tonight, right? I mean, he like yeah. this was, and not tonight. I mean, the past three months that could this their his feud with Reigns could have been could have been one match, and mm-hmm. and he. He carried it this long. And listen, I mean, nobody would be shocked if, I mean, if 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 he was fighting Reigns at WrestleMania after all this. I mean, he's not going to, as far as we know. Yeah. But, I mean. But he, he did he did the next best thing, which is get you ready for that next guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if, if it's, if it is a guy, like Roman Reigns is your top dude. And traditionally with top dudes at WrestleMania, you bring in somebody from the outside, you bring in, you know, a part-timer or someone that's going to, you know, put some asses in the seats or, you know, on the network, whatever, however you, you kind of say it. Um, but Kevin Owens did the next best thing, which is get you ready for the next guy because that guy's not going to be there the Monday after WrestleMania. Where else could we go? And, you know, there's always an opportunity he can go back. There's an opportunity at the Intercontinental title. There's an opportunity at SummerSlam where it's like, you know, there's there's moments that can be made. And, um, you know, a lot of times when you have these big feuds with world champions, it's like, okay, like back down you go. I'm totally game for another like world title run, a babyface world title run with Kevin Owens after this feud. Like if, the, if, if, if it is over after this, um, He's just show, like he's shown different levels of babyface champion that I don't think we've seen in a while. Like I feel like all of our babyface champions, uh, for a minute have you know had the sort of Drew McIntyre like you know look or like you know it was Drew, and I mm-hmm. think Kofi, 
And that's really it <laughs> for the past like several years, man. I mean, like I think I think Braun was sort of a baby face as Universal Champion for a while, but who knows? Because we were in Corona and nobody really had fans and stuff like that. But like, you know, it's good to see like, okay, this dude could this dude could carry the ball again if need be. Without Chris Jericho, without Goldberg, without all this other stuff, like Kevin Owens could do it just being Kevin Owens and yep. carrying it. So True. that's really cool. I would love to see I would love to see Daniel Bryan get the nod for the WrestleMania match and then Kevin Owens come at him like, hey, you know I deserve this, just like you deserved to be in the main event at 30. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, just mm-hmm. like like play, tug at Daniel Bryan's heartstrings. Cause we know those two guys uh could have a lot of fun together too. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of I, I don't think I don't think there's any way you can leave Kevin's Kevin Owens out of that out of any conversation now. Um, if this were a traditional WrestleMania year, I would have said he just got, he just, he just lined himself up for whatever celebrity match they're going to have at WrestleMania, but I'm not sure they're going to have a celebrity, um, in, in, uh, coronavirus mania too. Uh, it will be under, I mean, I guess we are headed towards a football stadium, so it'll, it'll, you know, we, we have a lot of. Yeah, there's going to be fans. There's, there's going to be, be some fans. So, but yeah. but it'll be interesting to see what kind of card they put together. Um, the only other thing we got to talk about is Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg. I think we might have seen Goldberg's last match. Uh, we certainly saw Thankfully. his first match in shorts. Um, <laughs> I don't think people were talking about how blown up he looked. I mean, I thought he did fine in the match, but when man, when the match was over, I don't think I've ever seen anybody that exhausted. I mean, that was kind of frightening. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Goldberg's 54 years old. I mean, the fact that he's he's still doing this at this age and, you know, there's always there's always like a there's always an audience for that sort of match, right? Like just a straight up sprint. Like I think it must like there must have been maybe 3 total minutes of actual action mm-hmm. time. Uh 2 minutes and 30 Goldberg- seconds. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 Fast and the Furious. It's a, it's a you know it's a it's a Jerry Bruckheimer film, right? Just yeah. blow shit up, blow shit up, blow shit up, and then tell the story later. And um, uh, that's what we got with Goldberg, man. Like, listen, I know a lot of people roll their eyes every time they see him, but you know Goldberg elevates people, man. That's what he does. He's a, he's super fucking famous. He's a mainstream dude, and he came in there and did the job. He got Drew ready for WrestleMania. Not like he wasn't ready already, but. I mean, you know, make him look good. Make him look like a badass. Take a couple spears. Take a jackhammer. Don't hurt the guy. And then, uh, you know, he, he raises your hand and says he passed the test. So, you know, there's... I'm glad, you know, I'm glad that WWE played into the anxiety of wrestling fans everywhere and started showing, like, packages saying, you know, ever since... Goldberg has come back every time he's fought for a championship he's won so like I'm just like oh shit like that's yeah that's exactly correct uh so again even with those little things that elevates Drew and you know it makes him look like a, uh, the real deal uh not like he wasn't the real deal before but you know pandemic fucked a lot of things up man pandemic fucked a lot of things up and uh I think right now they're gearing up McIntyre for that really big WrestleMania moment. Um, the Super Bowl is next week. There's going to be about 20,000 people there. Um, and, you know, by April, I'm sure there'll be a lot to have way more than that. So um, that's what it's all about, man. Yeah. Uh, if this was the end of Goldberg's career, farewell. He was freaking awesome. He is an epic champion, an epic character uh, in the business. And, uh, I'm kind of glad he got this late in life run 
that legitimized. I think it sort of gave him a legitimacy that that he didn't quite ever he didn't quite get in his real run. I don't know. I mean, it's sort of like he's now he is fully ensconced as a wrestling legend. He deserves to be. But, you know, being it being in WCW and sort of being well, I think now WWE Listen, WWE owns, you know, sort of that era of wrestling history and a lot of wrestling history. And he was a real victim of a lot of that. You know, he was he was the face that popped up on the Monday Night Wars documentaries when, like, you know, they wanted to show how bad WCW was doing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, and but he was he's epic, man. He's he's like, a you know, ultimate warrior style, like just like like super important force of nature. And these, you know, these couple of matches in his 50s i think he really showed us how significant he can be or he was you know and and and, and still is um yeah in the weird way he... there's always been like this uh there's always been like this section of wrestling fandom that thought like goldberg really didn't give a fuck about wrestling but like he clearly gives a fuck like oh, yeah. he clearly cares about like how he's portrayed or how he's you know he looks and you know well, like he, it, care, he cared enough about i don't know his leg development to wear shorts tonight i'm i'm choosing to believe <laughs> I don't know why dudes ever. I don't know why Ric Flair wore a T-shirt tucked into his briefs. I don't know why people change their gear because they're not cool. With they feel weird about their body. I mean, nobody's. They're already out there in their underwear. It should yeah. not, it's not that big of a difference. I'm gonna choose to believe that he remember Triple H beating him back at uh, what Survivor Series 03 when Triple H was wearing shorts for just <laughs> you know this terrible looking shorts, and he thought maybe shorts were the key to overcoming the odds. You know, I thought it was a callback to Tank Abbott from his old JWCW <laughs> days. No, it I was, was like, it was like, it was like they were just it gym all comes shorts. Full circle, man. There's it no all... way to describe it except just gym shorts. It was incredible. And listen, um, there's no way to describe this Royal Rumble except uh, yeah, pretty, pretty great, pretty great. Yeah, it was a fun show, man. I enjoyed the Sasha Banks and Carmella match. Uh, I enjoyed uh, both Royal Rumbles. I thought the oh, women's I didn't even Royal... talk about Sasha Banks and Carmella. I just glanced right over it. That listen, man. Carmela's got that thing where she's like, she's just herky jerky enough mm -hmm. to make you think that it's a little bit more legit than it is. Yeah. And Sasha Banks is absolutely the queen of thinking that she's dead, of making it look like <laughs> she's just died. So yeah. it's they actually have a really interesting chemistry for like making your heart pound out of your chest because they're both like regular looking women. Not regular as in like, you know, they're not like stunning, but like regular as in like regular built. So yeah. like when they take a hard bump, you're like, holy shit. Like, you know, like they kind of contort, their bodies contort in a way that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, everything looks really brutal. There was a tope that Carmella, you know, hit on Sasha uh. where she kind of like, you know, accordioned herself, sort of like Lita did. And that Trish Stratus main event way back yep, in the day, yep. where you're just like, your back is definitely broken. Uh, <laughs> but um, they popped back up, and it was it was it was a good match, man. And um, it was just an overall fun show. Couldn't really nitpick. I mean, we can nitpick if you want to, uh, but. Overall, I mean, shout out to, um, you know, a friend of the show, Peter Rosenberg, on being 24-7 champion, Alicia Fox as well. Uh, <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed the show, man. The Royal Rumble is one of those events that every year, there's going to be something that you enjoy from it. There's a lot to pick from tonight. I mean, any of these matches, I mean, it could have been a zero-star affair, and we would have still been excited. There were just a lot of good matches. I mean, good, it, good Rumbles. It's cool. I'm excited that Edge won. 
Uh, I'm definitely excited that Bianca Belair won. Um, and I'm excited to see what, you know, who Drew and Roman are going to be facing in uh, 69 days. Uh, that's nice. it. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta push stop. We gotta go to sleep. Um, we're gonna be back here on Thursday with more hot wrestling takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, until then, thanks for doing this, guys. Thank you guys for listening. Apologies as always to John Moxley. We'll see you back here on Thursday, humanoids. Peace. Tony Schiavone here on the Masked Man Show. We are desperately out of time. The tape machines are rolling. We'll see you next week on the Masked Man Show. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side-by-side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today.